we last left our heroes, you had just fought off a group of lead-encased skeletons and uh, rescued several members of the Aspis Consortium. And uh, you were searching for clues in the case of the missing maid, the maid of Anactoria, a bog mummy of some local fame, which has been stolen from its home in the Tarsolu family cottage in the village of Anactoria. Uh, you've been investigating, and uh, I believe the last person you met with was the alleged witch on at the edge of town, Jehandriel, who professed no knowledge of the theft, but did seem very interested in fireflies. Yeah, can we go back to, we rescued the Aspis Consortium? We took Aspis hostages? They are that's locked up in a prison? Yes, yeah, I that's suppose that's so weird to me. Well, they're not dead. Right. So we, they, we rescued them they, in a sense. Yeah, we rescued them from the skeletons. That's true, yes. The skeletons were the slightly greater evil coming from, as we um, perhaps thought, the Garden of Lead and, you know, the connection to the Skeleton Countess and the Whispering Tyrant and all that kind of stuff. Slightly worse than the Aspis, but only slightly. I feel like we rescued them from the Tornesque family, too, because, like... <laughs> this is true. <laughs> the Aspis guys didn't do anything wrong. You know, but we've got them locked away. That's for their protection. <laughs> That's right. They, the, the Aspis Consortium yeah. never does anything wrong. Really. <laughs> Neither they're does the Pathfinder Society, people. right? That's right. That's right. Pathfinders are just uh, museum procurers. I mean... Aggressive can be museum curators. <laughs> it's a dangerous world. Indeed. It belongs in a museum. Our museum. <laughs> or the vaults under the museum. That's that right. No one has right. access no one to. Ever gets to see it. <laughs> yeah. We can't it's let the commoners see it. Yes, it's too good. It's too Are dangerous. Are we the bad guys? Yeah, a little bit. I actually work in a real museum, and is... so this is uh, this is a little close to home. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> so, like, the problem is, is like. Where this falls apart is most of the artifacts we gather because they were busy slaughtering local populations, and us gathering them is what stops that. That's true. I mean, there are side benefits to the, taking these things out of circulation. So, um, now that the leadership has been improved, they, you know, they study, record, and, and, and report without actually, like, stealing and bringing back. More often true. than not. Now, you, uh, you had a few theories you were kicking around in terms of who the culprit may or may not be. Uh, the Aspis profess their innocence, and they seem to have written documents that back up the fact that they were told specifically not to steal the Maid of Anactoria, but to go looking for other ones. So what would, uh, what would you like to do for your next move in terms of uh, trying to figure out what has happened here? We did. We were going to go talk to Otis, right? Some yes. some name like Otis. Yes. Oh yes. Yes. Otis Pavlik, uh, kind of a ne'er do well guy in town. Lives uh, well. It's a small enough place that again, every place is on the edge of town. But he lives like really out of town, in mm. a in a ramshackle place, and uh, he's been known as a bully and just a local uh, troublemaker kind of thing. Doesn't doesn't recognize anyone's authority. Doesn't. Uh, doesn't really have any friends. Um, so you can certainly go and uh, chat with him if you want. I predict this well, guy's going to be huge. Yeah, well, we told he was a big guy. We've told he's he was we told a, he was a big, big guy. guy. That's right. Mm-hmm. Not, well, we, and we are looking for a big guy. So. That's right. He's like five oh. foot two and 120 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But Dang it's it. like 60 pounds in the feet. <laughs> that's what's important. We're looking for big that's footprints. Right. And big, big feet. Yes, that's right. Wait, is is he like related to red caps? What's going on here? <laughs> uh -oh. Do red caps have you, you big just feet? Just to make his shoes. Yeah. I think they just well, they have big, big boots. I know big they metal have boots, big, yeah. big metal boots, but I didn't. I, I didn't know if it was like cannon somewhere that they have really big feet for their size. I mean, they really? might. Mm -hmm. I want it to be cannon. Red, Certainly heavy. Red cap heritage for sprite ancestry confirmed. All right. Well, let's go talk to the accomplice. I mean, Otis. Okay. Alright. Um like alright, so yeah, you, you uh you go to his place and uh knock on the door and no one seems to be home. Hmm, let's start looking hmm. for clues. Knock knock knock. It's the thorn. <laughs> it's like the fuzz, but for Milani. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, um still no answer. Um <sighs> but the the house is in such poor repair that you could very easily convince yourself that the door was open or part of the wall was open or whatever, and you had to go inside <laughs> to investigate. It's 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 pretty easy for you to get inside without really committing any kind of uh, breaking and entering because it's already broken. Just enter it. Don't you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought I heard someone inside say, help, help me, I'm in trouble. Oh, well, then we better go inside. And she leaps well, let's in. Let's head inside. Excellent. Um, you bust in. It's, uh, the place is a mess. You um, said there was no busting. You said we could just- Sorry, enter. yes, you're right, you're right. <laughs> you, you carefully go inside without touching any portals or anything like that. The place is a mess. There, um, is, you know, discarded food all over the place. The, the guy obviously lived as a slob, pretty much. Um, there's no one in the, in the single room hut, and it doesn't look like anybody has been um, around for a good day anyway, based on the, uh, the state of the food that's sitting on the one table in the room. Hmm. Poor man lived what in I heard squalor. is just the wind. Yeah. Yeah, the poor man lived in squalor. It's no doubt if he turned to banditry, survive. This is why people need a livable wage, that's what I'm saying. Can we go ahead and, and, and search for clues? As soon as we determine this isn't evidence, I need to cast many cleaning spells. <laughs> yes, uh, you certainly can. And uh, let's see. Your wonderfully hidden perception rolls indicate that you find um, nothing of relevance to the events at hand. Um, you do find probably a little more than you'd like to know about the man's habits. Um, but he is certainly... Uh, there's nobody here, and uh, there's really nothing that that ties him to anything. In fact, it doesn't look like he has had any contact with other people. He certainly hasn't, you know, cleaned up and had people over, or there's no tracks into the uh, into the the room that aren't basically his big feet. Are his oh, so he does boots have big feet. here? He does. Yeah. And sorry, what was that? Are his boots here? Uh, there is another pair of boots here, yes. Are these like the really worn boots? They are. Okay, so that means if he left without his boots, then that's very strange. I mean, he, he must have like 14, 15 pairs of boots, Lily. <laughs> well, look at how worn these are, though. Why would you keep these around if these weren't your normal everyday boots? I don't know why he decided to keep that sandwich around either, but... Uh... I dare not guess. I mean, is there, there is a thing as seasons. Is there anything we can ascertain 
about like what he was probably doing last time he was here, especially you know like he was getting ready to go to work, you know, or like or like he was yeah. packing luggage or something. Um, you know, he wasn't packing luggage or anything like that. Certainly, it doesn't look like he probably owns luggage. It looks like actually he might have been um, eating and drinking. There's there's the 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 freshest things in the space are some of the food and some of the um, you know clay jugs for for ale or whatever that are still slightly wet inside. So that's probably uh, and actually as you look around, you do find. Um, a wine glass, which seems really out of place, given the rest of the decor. Hmm, probably wasn't drinking mm. at all. Well, okay. Am I remembering things incorrectly? Am I hallucinating when I think Evgeny said he was more of a wine guy? Uh, yeah, oh, I think he did actually. Uh, that's mm. a deep cut, yeah. Though I'm mm. the investigator, so. Well, good. good I'm glad good someone's deal. taking notes. Yeah. Uh, Adonia's gonna take a look around the outside of the place, looking for any tracks. If he's not here, he must have left. And if he left within yep. a few days, maybe we can track him. Sure. Um, let's see. Why don't you give me a survival roll? Dispense nice. with the secret ones. Can I aid with that one? Yeah, sure. Do you want to aid for that? Well, if you'll help me, you can You can check yourself. I'll clue you in so you can get a plus Oh, yeah, one. I'll do it. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Alright, okay. No, I will, I will, then, I will, then I'll do a check, yeah. My own checklist. I found oh, yeah. what accounts for go. his outhouse, only uh, there's no house. Yes. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, you, you move the hole every uh, every couple of months and it's fine. The, uh, the um, tracks certainly uh, have happened in the last day or so. So someone has been here relatively recently. And the tracks basically lead um, out of the out of the house and rather than heading in towards the village they continue sort of off towards the the main road that you guys rode in on where you mm -hmm. came in uh from the stagecoach so that's the road that would eventually mm -hmm. lead back to califas but leads out past the bogs and and into the uh into the countryside and uh once it gets onto the road you pretty much lose the individual tracks but it looks like he basically headed um east uh out of the village and those are the freshest tracks that you can spot. I highly doubt I'll find anything here, but might as well make sure that I do the magic examination too. Hmm. Sure, yeah, you uh, you find absolutely nothing magic here. I'd like to put that wine glass in my bag of holding. Sure. And before, and nobody let me forget. After we leave here, I want to go buy the nicest wine I can here in this town. Okay. I, I have an idea. Oh, okay. Well, you uh, you you take the wine glass. It's still got a little bit of red wine in uh, in the bottom. Uh, you do find the bottle that the wine probably came from. It's a relatively common vintage. It's not really something uh, something fancy or anything like that. Easily obtainable either through the tavern or maybe the general store here in town. We'll bag that evidence too. Excellent. <laughs> Anyway, I think I think uh, Glanville was gonna do some magical investigating. I, I did. I, I don't believe I found anything. That's correct. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't think when we're gonna we were find looking this at Otis the fella. Tracks. Did you find anything that looks like it might be skeleton related? This place looks as if it might have been assaulted by the undead. No, it's just this guy. I think he left town for good. 
Maybe he did his uh some some cahoots uh with uh with some whoever stole the maid and then got paid probably and then left. Well, then we appear to be out of leads. Yeah. Well, you can check in with um, any of your contacts in the village, or you can um, try and follow the tracks. I mean, you if you if you head east along the road, um, you would eventually, like I say, get to Caliphas. So you're not sure how far he would have gone. I think it's oh. worth following the tracks at least long enough to see if they meet up with somebody. Okay. Well, we'll just be following the road. His tracks get lost up with the other footprints and hoof prints mm -hmm. and whatnot. But maybe if we, if they're, they're not too old, if we hustle, maybe we can uh, catch up with him, find out where he might have camped or something like that. Those or we could take the carriage. I'm sure the carriage would be faster than a yeah, grab a horse yeah. without boots. That's certainly true. Oh, uh, the tracks are booted, so he must own two pairs of boots at least. Oh, thank goodness. Fooled again. Which brings him up one notch in Granville's eyes, I guess. <laughs> that makes Multiple. sense. If, if these were his old boots, he took his good pairs with him. With well, the rest of his belongings. Actually, I'm going to bag the boots, too, so we can line them up with the footprints outside the house. Eyeballing them, they kind of look in the right vein, but you'd need to go back to the site to, uh, to confirm. Yeah. Why don't you guys track him down? And I, I, I really want to go. I'll, I'll wait. We'll go to the cottage together. I'll wait. We'll go to the cottage together. Follow the road first, or go to the go to the cottage first. Follow the road first. I was thinking about splitting okay, up the party, enough, yeah. and then I was like, let's not. Split up the party. <laughs> let's, yeah. let's not do that. Let's not do that. Yeah, let's get oh, the carriage though, so of... that we can catch him. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm not going to chase after the man on foot. You could just ride a horse. You can sit a horse, can I? Can you not? I can, but Madestri is not with us at the moment. You have to ride your own specific horse. I prefer to. Okay. Okay. I mean, okay. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm going to give you that one. I'm going to give you that one. I prefer my own horse, too. Yeah. Yeah, you, you you form a real bond with an animal sometimes. Uh, I don't know if this this town even has enough horses for all of us, but if the carriage is still around, we can we can just sort of hitch that up real fast. And I'll uh, it was James the, the the carriage driver, I believe, right? Correct, did he, yeah. he did he stick around? He is here still at your disposal. Terrific. I'll be like uh, <clears throat> James, son. Uh, we gotta yes, we gotta sir. ride out a little bit. We uh, let's get the carriage going. We need to try to catch up someone who may have left town. Uh, right away, sir. And he gets the horses uh, hitched up and is ready to go in a few minutes. Thank you, James. Um, are we, are we all? Are you all? We're all heading out. You're all heading out. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you board the carriage and uh, begin heading down the road. And uh, only uh, maybe a a mile or so out of town, you can see up ahead. There's a group of uh, humanoid figures on the road, walking. Mm -hmm generally towards you. There's probably three or four of them. And, um, well, in fact, there's four of them. And uh, they just appear to be, um, they're, they're not dressed like commoners. They look like they're wearing fancier clothes, but uh -oh. um, it's kind of hard to tell. Is this more of a shamble? <laughs> um, you know, it doesn't, it, it's not a great walk for sure. There's a little bit of unsteadiness, but like I say, you're, you're, few hundred feet off so it's a little bit hard to tell 
do you uh, close the distance or do you uh, not? Uh, uh, yeah, I think uh, close the distance in the carriage, and I'll I'll make okay. ready uh, with my I'll I'll get my hammer out in one hand. Sure. Yeah, she'll, yeah, yeah, definitely, she'll definitely ride on the outside of the carriage, like you know, along mm -hmm. the running boards, ready to ready to jump off and tackle anyone. And very good. Yeah. Let everyone know in the carriage that we got, we got, we got, we got some some people that we might, some quote unquote okay. people. Okay, so uh, move you over to an, uh, another map here. Gasp. Yeah, let me just uh, move something here because just have to move a couple of icons around. Why do we need a map? We're just gonna talk to people. Uh, yeah, I know. Fancy dress That's true. Fellas. That's true. That's why they're called conversation maps. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just set dressing. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you need a map to just focus on, you know, the order that people say things and that. Well, mm -hmm. it, it sets the tone, really. It Once does, you yes. pull on a map, everyone knows that you're here for a good RP encounter, lots of diplomacy. That's right. That's right. Okay. So pulling okay. you have the, the sock puppets over roll 20. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay. Uh, I just have to... There we go. Okay. Really, I'm ready. Okay, so now we'll pull you over to the map. And so you're riding in, and this map is somewhat flipped around in that the carriage is facing the wrong way based on my earlier description, but I just don't want to bother rotating the map around, so... Um, maybe maybe north is just at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. north is at the bottom. North is yeah. south, east this, is west. Yeah, okay. that's right. But exactly. us relative to them is accurate. It is. That is okay. correct. They're not and so walking us. up the road, there is a uh, uh, what looks to be an elderly gentleman wearing a fez and uh, a couple of ladies in relatively nice clothing, although it looks like it has been recently um, dragged through the muck. And... Um, mm. They are Knowledge, everything. How far out yeah. of style are they? Um, you know, Ooh. they're pretty current. I mean, oh, current for Ustalov, like not current for Absalom necessarily. But I mean, mm. you know, it takes a few years for Ustalov to sort of catch up. But they're they're pretty, pretty with it for uh, for Ustalov, and they seem to be obviously un unused to traveling uh, by foot. Um, they, one of the, one of them stops and keeps, uh, leaning on another one to sort of pick away at their foot or something like that. And they're getting rocks in their, in their boots and so on. And as you draw closer, you can hear them bickering and, and whining at, at each other, essentially. Oh, well, you, I can't believe that we're being forced to walk to town. And what, what was, uh, what was up with that man? And, uh, honey, I don't know. It just, we just needed to go. I can't listen to any of this anymore. I need to save my breath for the walking. It's only another mile, perhaps. Oh, look, a carriage. Hello, help, help. Stop, stop, please, please. What do you do? We should totally stop. Why? Yeah. We have places to go. We're in the middle of an investigation. They might These are people so in need. They might know something. These are people in inconvenience. <laughs> have you seen a rather large fellow who may or may not have been wearing boots uh, swigging some 
to Copper Cab. Uh, it's a cheap wine. Yes, it is. It's a, it's, it's a house favorite here in... Did you just come up with that thing? Actually, so, uh, Off the top so, of Jason's head. <laughs> <laughs> yep. They uh, they are are quite happy to see you, um, and and they're they're quite sure that you have been sent to rescue them from town because of the because of the the cock up with the other carriage, um, and uh, they're very disappointed when they learn that you're not there expressly to serve their every need, but um, the, the gentleman uh, does most of the talking, um, and and basically explains that they were in the in the carriage. And uh, the the carriage made an unscheduled stop, and uh, then we were told that we uh, the carriage couldn't continue any farther. But uh, there was some some problem with the with the wheels or something, and they they made us get out and walk. And they said our luggage would be delivered, but they they couldn't carry us to to uh, any farther. And so we were told to go to some godforsaken village up here where that has an inn and and to wait there. But it's uh, it's an outrage that that we would be treated this way, and uh, okay, they who they, Scott was they were walking towards us, right? They weren't walking right. in the other direction. Okay, they were walking right. towards. I have it all clear in my head now. Okay, so where did your carriage stop? Uh, back that way. There's there's some old, a number of old burned out farmhouses and and might have been a village in the past. And uh, there's this, this track that goes off into the village, uh, off the main road. And for some reason, the carriage went that way. I thought the driver was, was lost or something. But then he stopped, and then uh, another man came to, uh, to ch- talk to him. And then all of a sudden, we were told that there was a problem with the carriage and that we couldn't go any farther. And he basically kicked us out and, and made us walk to, walk to town. Is our driver's name Jack? I feel like his name James. is Jack. James. It's James. 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 Yeah. I was close. Disposable James. James, do you know? Do you know the place? Uh, passed it before. Yeah. There's. Uh, there's. It's not really a village. There's a number of number of farmhouses that were out, uh, in the outlying areas. Many of them were uh, were burned in some of, uh, some of the early troubles um, when Anactoria was just sort of, sprouting, shall we say. I'll look to the faces of my compatriots to see if they're on board with what I'm about to say. We don't know what you're going to say. I'm not on board. (laughs) (laughs) Just on principle. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think we, I think we need to get James to take us there now. Oh, uh, all right. Let's do it. That sounds like a, a good place to start. Let me all be careful and avoid all the, the brain-eating skeletons. He's so, joking, sorry, that's zombies. Brain, brain-eating skeletons? What, what, what do you mean? Okay, bye now. <laughs> <laughs> so you leave these these poor um, no, Ustalav wannabe nobles in the middle of the road after warning them not to be eaten by the zombies. Excellent. It's better than us not warning them about the zombies. There are no zombies. Oh, I was leaning that way. This conversation map was great. I really did get a feel for the Mm -hmm. (laughs) movie. So the, uh, the, the, it's not just a conversation map because as I now read the results of your perception checks, you continue to uh, head in that direction 
and um, you start to see off in the distance, off to the left of the of the road, that there are in fact some stone foundations and a few collapsed houses and things like that up uh, up ahead. And um, by the side of the road, there's a big pile of it looks like um, dung or peat or something like that, like a big manure pile that uh, is fairly large. Um, and James sort of has to actually take the carriage out to the, you know, detour around it a little bit because it's kind of overlapping on the road. And as he does that, it rises up and attempts to attack the caravan. So you can all roll your initiative checks while I throw oh, these onto mercy. the map here. You have got to be I don't have to be kidding at all. <laughs> Just going to give a preemptive watch your language during this encounter. <laughs> I don't get it. Just don't say don't. the, you know, yeah. the Don't describe word. this excrement demon in the... Uh, oh! I thought uh, PG-rated terms. I thought the yeah. S word was shambling mound. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, great. Now a... we're an adult-rated show. Thank you. Lauren. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is never polite to say, ever. Yeah. Oh, I'm still blushing. I mean, you should hope that they are not shambling mounds because there are actually three of them. And the one that is right by the, yeah. um, right by the uh, caravan basically will be acting first. Can I be in the carriage? Yeah, absolutely. And in fact, most of you need <laughs> to be in the carriage unless one person rides shotgun with James and yeah. you can be hanging on the outside like a firefighter if you'd like. But, oh, that's so exciting. Uh, but no, Xavier's a sit-on-his-butt kind of guy. Uh, I mean, yeah. you could be out here with nice. me. All right, I'll be hanging off the outside. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we'll sort that. And first up will be... This one over here gets up and just sort of shambles over. And it really does look like a humanoid made out of pretty much the muck of the bog, the, the, oh. the peat and the, the various plants and creepers and things like that. And it's just sort of come together in a humanoid form. Interestingly, it seems to be kind of steaming um, with uh, a little bit of, whether it's, you know, just water vapor or whatever. Um, sure. It moves just a, a little bit towards the road and then huh. basically stops there. Coming toward when, us. This one over here basically sprung up right beside the, um, the carriage and it stands up and it bursts into flames. The entire thing just ignites in a massive conflagration and it Gross. takes its hand. It basically rips out a piece of its own chest and holds this flaming muck ball in its hand and throws it at the horses. Oh, the horses. Not the horses. They're the Robot James! <laughs> Please kill the NPC <laughs> first! Now, 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 can I? Oh, no, never mind. I'm not being attacked. Okay, well, um, the horse is hit directly and basically um, pretty much killed instantly and set on fire. And the carriage oh. comes to a crashing halt as the other horses get all tripped up. 
so basically you come to a screeching halt and I'm just going to move everybody this way just a little bit because that represents your momentum before the carriage stops. Uh, and you can all please make reflex saves to remain standing. Oh, and poor James. Back my reflex. Yeah, that's nice. what I like to see. Oh, yeah. Okay. 7, 34, so, 26, 29, 26. Yeah. Oh, Glanville. <laughs> well, no, this, that was the second one. The first one was a 26, Glanville. Oh, yeah. So okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. My, my mouse is double-clicking for some reason. Uh, okay, no. good to know. Yeah, well, and James rolled a 12. So James goes know, catapulting James. over the seat out of the uh, out of the carriage entirely and is knocked senseless on the ground. Um, not too close to the flaming horse to be in danger, though, so you don't have to. Last thing he ever smelled was his horse's carcass burning. Uh, and uh, yeah, Glanville, you will actually act first, but uh, and luckily you made your save, so you're able to keep your composure to some degree. What will you do? All right. Um, hmm. Okay, so I'm going to cast Phantom Prison. Ooh. Tell me about that. The is it one imprison ghosts? The one that is closest... Oh, wait. Oh, it's mental. These look like they might not care about that. I mean... Not all undead are immune to mental effects, just the mindless ones. Well, this might not I'll even be undead. I'll use one that doesn't have mental. I'm going to... Uh, this one right here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to cast Illusory Object okay. around this one. Okay. And just make like a huge bunch of hedges in a circle around it. Oh, okay. Is that Very good. Which one is that the one really close to you that's like 10 feet away from me? No, this one that's really close to the NPC I don't want to get killed. Oh, up near the front of the carriage. Okay, got it. Yeah. Got it. Okay, very good. So you do so, and uh, show you what these guys kind of look like. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They look like like twigs and vines and moss, all Ugh. like yeah. a shambling mound, honestly. Like, excuse my, <laughs> you know, excuse my golf. Language! They look like, like, sorry, they look like shambling mounds. They do, yes. <laughs> Except this is a flaming. Uh, okay, so you uh, you put that around the uh, the creature and the hedges uh, obscure it slightly from view. Uh, is there anything else you're going to do there, Glanville? I am going to uh, cast shield. Very good. And remaining inside the carriage. Yes. Okay. Cadonia, you are up next, and you were on the outside of the carriage, so you can easily just jump down and do your thing. Uh, sure. So, uh, she'll say to Ogdrin, you get this end, I'll, I'll get the other side of the carriage. And All she right. is going to move around it. Actually, let me see here. I moved a bit, but Ogdrin would still be out of range of my abilities. So I'm going to take a... Ooh, but I gotta get my weapon out. Alright, so I'm gonna take one whole move action, moving all around the entire back of the carriage. Uh, oh, oh, I'd like to try something. I take that back. Can I try and climb and vault over the carriage with, say, acrobatics? Sure, that sounds great. Alright, uh, 24. Oh, yeah. To... yeah, you easily leap up into the uh, area that James recently vacated, leap across, <coughs> land on the great. other side. All right, great. 
So I'm going to jump up uh, there onto the other side of the carriage, uh, the left side, and uh, we're... So, so there's like two on that side, one that has this illusion around it and one that's really close to Glanville. Uh, and my second action is to pull out my rapier that starts to uh, uh, glow uh, with like greenish energy and it looks like little thorns are pointing out now that it's near undead because uh, it is a disrupting rapier. Uh, and I'm gonna, um, well, actually, oh, these don't seem to be undead. At least not then, based on the reaction of your rapier. And then the green immediately vanishes. Uh, it was all in my mind. It was it was hopeful magic. Uh, yeah, the rapier turns to you and is like shrug. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, so James I'm is going to be undead soon. Oh no! No. Uh, we're going to go ahead and just stab uh, at this one right here. It's going to make a good old fashioned snag and strike. All right. Uh, Thirty to hit. Oh yes, that is. Uh, oh, not quite a crit, but certainly a hit. Oh, so close. All right, well, we're looking at seven points of a piercing damage. Very good. And it doesn't seem to have any particular resistance to your weapon, so it is quite uh, quite effective, which is great. Uh, anything else for you, Idonia? Uh, I'm just mad that the shambling moss-covered things aren't undead this time. Uh, yes, nope, sir. that's a bit. That'd be okay. Three. Lily, you will be up. Okay, so um, I'm inside the cart. We're kind of surrounded by these shambling monsters. Mm -hmm. Um... Hmm, I've got to put on my thinking cap. So I'm going to look out the window at the furthest one away, uh, Shambling Monster number two. Mm -hmm. And for one action, I'm going to devise a stratagem. So I'm going to okay. submit an attack, and then I'll choose after I see it whether I want to keep it or not. But I do spend an action regardless. Okay. A 28. Okay. I'll spend another action to send a crossbow bolt using that attack roll towards the monster number two. Okay. And you hit I wish, I wish to use a reaction. Sure. Ooh. I'm going to send a shadow projectile alongside her crossbow bolt. Oh, yes. Ooh. And Very so cool. that does additional... It needs to make a will save. Oh, okay. And the result will determine what it does. <laughs> My will save is a 13. That is... Is that a, is that a, is that a crit, crit fail? Oh, oh, I hope so. It? Uh, it is unfortunately not a critical oh. fail. By one. Okay. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to do uh, Shadow Projectile rides alongside her bolt and does 3d8 damage, and and they are flat-footed against the triggering attack. So Lily's attack is actually if it's flat-footed against Lily's attack oh. too. So that might have turned it into a crit. It could have. Uh, yes, as a matter of fact, it did. Wow, what a team Ooh. we make! Yeah. Really cool. All right, then my crossbow bolt will do 20 damage. Right. And I'll have 11 rider on it. Wow. All right. That's a, well, that's a hell of a play. That's uh, that's very effective. Um, so this this poor, innocent, shambling mound that just sort of got up to come over and chat with you um, just lost half of its hit points from a from a wonderful combo. I didn't want to get bogged down in conversation. Uh, <laughs> With my last action, I'll reload my crossbow. Okay. Quips are free actions. Um, <laughs> um, the one who is the uh, the uh, monster that was just wounded um, lets out sort of a squeaky kind of 
kind of noise, and then also bursts into flames. And it's it's kind of disturbing because it looks like it plucks its own head off, but ah. it doesn't really have heads and arms and things like that. It's just like a big pile of moss that sort of forms whatever shapes it needs. But it looks like it pulls its own head off, which is flaming, and then hurls it at Ogdrin, who's riding shotgun up on mm -hmm. the... Uh, up on the thing, and uh, he rolls Terrifying. a 30 to hit. Oh. Oh, that is gonna hit me. Okay. So, it is, despite the fact that it is flaming, most of it is the fact that it's just a, a, a head-sized mass of tightly packed earth and peat. So, that is um, 15 bludgeoning, and um, 3 wow. fire damage plus five persistent fire damage as it basically Ooh. sets you aflame. Oh my gosh. That'll leave a mark. Um, and and uh, the, the creature then also just uh, moves forward just a little bit. They don't seem to be very keen to, to close the distance necessarily. Uh, Ogdrin, you will act next. I gotta ask, uh, Mr. Glanville, uh, this other one here you put a thing on, is that gonna affect my ability to hit it? Um, possibly. Alright. Alright. Um, I had my hammer out already, so I will go ahead and just jump down in front of the one that just macked me with mm -hmm. his flaming head. Um, and I will hit it with the Warhammer. Right. Oh, that is a hit. All right. Uh, that's 23 to hit. 18 bludgeoning damage. Very nice. Uh, you uh, and... you stagger it with the force of your blow, and it sort of takes a step backward <laughs> uncertainly. But uh, it's still up. I'll do that again. 22. Oh, 22 is a hit for another right, 13. Another 13 damage. Then Very I'll... good. Take my fire damage and right. roll to see if it goes out on its own. Fifteen. Oh, wait. Is that, is that exactly what you wanted? Yeah. Doing it? Okay. That's it. Yeah, yeah. No, that, I wasn't sure it. if it was that low at this time around because I didn't do anything to try right. to put myself out. But yeah. yeah. Great. Okay. Excellent. So no more I'm, flames. I'm, I'm encased in metal, so it's basically like there's not <laughs> much to burn. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Okay. Um. So that's Audrey. Now Xavier. All right. First thing I want to do is mount the wagon. Okay. What do I got to do? Um, like jump on top of the wagon, you mean? I mean, if it's taking me a full action, can I just casually stroll up the ladder in the back, or do I have to make yeah, a Yeah, sure. Check? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. All right. And number one is still flat-footed? Uh, yes. And I'm firing Ophridonia, or is she going to give that thing some cover? No, you're tall enough that it's fine. All right. And incoming archery. Yeah. Uh, shot number one. It's bad. Is that a miss, right? No. Yeah, it is a miss, sorry. Um. I know. Adonia, I, I don't know if I've really got this into me today. Do you want guidance or should I take another shot? Shoot it again! Shoot it again! I shoot it again! Nice. Oh, oh, worse. Oh. Oh, no, you die. You die rolls. Yeah, not Do you want it? Do you want. We have those hero points. That's right. Everyone has a fresh new shiny hero point. 
Yeah, it feels early. But all right, well, can I reroll the first one then? Yeah, sure, absolutely. All right. 18. Uh, You you rolled a three and then a four and then a five. You are incrementally (laughs) getting there. All right. That's right. It's it's 18 flat footed, though. That's true, but uh, still not quite enough. It's still 18. The moss is too thick. The 28. Okay. Oh, you're saying 28 was a crit, so I was 18 not a hit. Oh, you know what? I might have, I might have mathed that wrong. Um, Yeah, 28 shouldn't have been a crit, but let's not retcon it. All right, erase all that. Anyway, moving on. Okay, um, Xavier, anything else that you? Oh no, I guess that's all three options. Okay. Um, The one behind the illusionary hedges um, seems stymied by it, and it basically stands there looking around and turning around in circles uh, and doing nothing at all. And does that last... Um, does that allow for additional saves, or does that... If, if it tries to touch it or figure yeah. out what's going, like, stymied, it can take an action to try to disbelieve it. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't have the intelligence to do that. It basically just stays where it is. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, though, the one that um, is in front of Idonia, will reach out with its flaming fist and just try to give you a little love tap. So, oh, gee, I have good rolls. A 32 to hit you. That doesn't. Okay, so that is nine bludgeoning damage and five persistent fire damage. Um, So no no immediate fire damage on this one? uh, You will take it at the end of this round. Um, And then it will try to punch you again, but miss... And you know what? It does. It's got plenty of targets. It will just stay there. And one more, a twenty-two. It's not going to hit you, is it? I don't know. No, that was a really good swing, though, for the third it one. It was, yeah, for a number three. All right. Okay. Um, Glanville, you're up. Uh, I cast giant Bogdrin. Okay. Hey, Ooh, what does that do for me again? What does it say? Enlarge? Enlarge oh. person. Or enlarge now. Uh, yes. One creature. Uh, you become large, and your equipment grows with it. Uh, you gain the clumsy one condition. Your reach right. is increased by five feet, and you gain plus two status bonus to melee damage. That's good. Okay. Clumsy this game. Reduce my armor class, right? Mm-hmm. All, all my yeah. decks. Yeah, minus one to decks. Fair enough. Defense not range attack. <laughs> I ain't doing any of that. You can make yourself bigger too. Oh, oh, can I? Oh, very nice. You, Thank you. you uh, yeah, GM has to resize. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Well, there we go. I can only move it. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Nice. Get ready to do that. Good boy. <laughs> Very good. Okay. Um, and it, sorry, anything else, Glanville? And then I will cast shield again. Excellent. Mm. Idonia. Well, looks like I definitely have this thing's attention. Oh, uh, yes. So we're going to continue to take some stabs at it. Since it didn't move, it just ended its flat-footed condition. It's my turn That's started, right. but mm-hmm. I'm going to try to give it to it again. Alright. Uh, ooh, ooh, 34 yes. to hit. And that is actually a crit, yes. That is actually a crit. So that is, oh my gosh, that is 
30 points of damage because it is wow. a deadly rapier. Wow, that is awesome. Oh. Plus really flat-footed. And now it is also flat-footed against this second attack. So she like lunges forward and stabs completely through the thing. Uh, and then on the way out, just sort of rips uh, a bit of its uh, a bit of its clothing um, and catches it on the the basket of her hilt of her rapier. Oh, nice. um, and so she doesn't have to like touch it because it's on fire. Uh, and then she's gonna try and stab again as is some sort of rag or cloth this thing picked up somewhere is sort of stuff. So let's just try another stab. Oh, uh, twenty eight against flat-footed. Yeah, not not oh against flat-footed not quite a crit. Okay, 13 more points of bludgeoning, or piercing, Still rather. Very effective. Fantastic. And then the last thing uh, with my third action, I'm going to do a, a dueler's parry and get ready to block its inevitably incoming attacks. Excellent. Uh, and, very good. And the very last thing I do, unfortunately, is take four points of fire damage. But I'm going to try and roll a d20 and get rid of it. Uh, seven. Seven ain't going to do it. Okay. Very good. All right, um, Lily, you are up next. Yeah, all of my shots have a little bit of cover, but I'm still gonna see what I can do anyway. Let's sure. de let's devise a stratagem against monster number one to see if I can get a clear shot at it. Sure. Oh, oh. that's pretty clear. A third. Uh, and because it's flat-footed, <laughs> that is a crit. So, okay, I will submit that attack with my second action to okay. deal 30 points of damage. Um, excellent. And so the crossbow bolt hits it basically dead center, and it must have broken the the piece of vine or whatever that is sort of holding the whole mass together, and it just crumples into basically fragments of burning peat and moss and, and uh, goo all over the place, and falls lifeless. Nice. Right. Lauren, before we started before we started recording, you said you, you Lily, the new Lily was mildly effective in combat. This is what I consider mildly effective. Okay, fair enough. This is some strange usage of the word I wasn't previously aware of. <laughs> well, but then I use my next action to reload. Like, this is really all I got. Nah, it's okay. just shoot, it's shoot a mediocre crossbow bolt. <laughs> I don't well, know, very Okay, object number two. I guess Ogdren, um, I guess he didn't get any closer, but he is a lot bigger of a target and takes up most of this mm -hmm. creature's... Uh, attention. It's fairly badly wounded, but it uh, decides rather than rather than moving away, it's just going to wail away with its flaming fists. So an 18 and a 17 and a natural one, a 4. So this creature basically comes up to you and you now tower over it and it just wails away with its hands, limbs sort of flailing ineffectively. And there's you get a few sparks battered around from the from the flames, but really no effect at all. Uh, and now, Audrey, your reply. What's, uh, what's your problem? I got easier to hit. <laughs> this thing. Uh, I'll bring the hammer uh, down on its head. Um, oh, yes. That is a, a very 34. good... It's a 34. What do I get? Plus two dexterity, so 11... Uh, damage, uh, and I do believe that uh, 34 to hit might be a critical. That is a crit, yes. Okay, so that's 22 damage, and all right, and you bring that one still... to the ground as well. Yeah, <laughs> so if it's still standing, it gets it gets not thrown. 
Yeah, it but disassociates it into its component bits and uh, sets yeah. a few small fires, but does nothing else. I don't need to move to be able to reach the other one now that I'm uh, a, a big boy. Um, I will go ahead and take a second attack on that guy. I don't know how the illusory hedge is going to affect this. Well, I think you have to make a will save for interacting with it. Yeah, I was going to say, do we see the hedge or is it just the creature that sees it? Everybody sees it. Yeah. So 24. Oh, yeah. Okay. You see through my hedge. All right. Oh, yeah. This is some Glanville nonsense. Great. Uh, a 23. That is enough. And I'm going to say that he's flat footed as well, simply because he doesn't see anything but hedge. And then suddenly there's a hammer coming out of it. Big hammer coming up, up yeah. top from above the hedge, smacking him for 16 bludgeoning damage. Okay, very good. Now, um, as you get a, a look at this one, this one does seem a slightly larger than the other two, but not in a huge amount. And uh, it takes the blow without really reacting too much. Xavier, what will you do? I'll use my third action to raise my Oh, sorry. Sorry, oh, yeah. I'm going to right. drop that in there real quick, yeah. Yep, no, absolutely, sir. Alright, first I'm going to cast Guidance on myself. Second, seeing that this thing's affected by the illusions. Oh, wait, I guess to do anything, I should just make my will save to see if I even see through the hedge. Yep. Uh, 21 works. Yeah. Karim, 21 is success. 21 is like a failure. It. Yeah, that's oh. what I figured. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay, so it's uh, in, the, in a hedge. Now, you do know its position fairly well. You could shoot through the hedge blindly, and it would basically just be treated as a hidden target. Yeah, all right. Uh, I mean, you're not doing me any favors here since I haven't done very well so far with my shots, but I might as well see uh, the Hail Mary. The no, 15. No. Uh, I guess a 16 with my guidance, but that uses up my guidance. Oh, I really wish I had some kind of bardic ability just to make everyone else feel better, because I'm not, I'm not feeling very good right now. I am gonna... also doubting my build a little bit, wondering if I should have changed it well i mean this isn't my build i've rolled less than six every time oh that's true i'm sure it's a beautiful build that's just oh well, yeah there we go i'll waste my last action with an extra shot and that's a critical miss yes yes indeed uh it's just in that fact doubting you're, you're... your build is just being a role player oh okay <laughs> that's right um actually it as your final action, you just decide to take an arrow out of your quiver and just break it in half and toss it on the ground. It's yeah, I'm missing anyway! <laughs> no, it's tough. That, those are terrible rolls. Okay, um... Xavier is having some trouble. This one has died and ceases to exist. Oh no, that was the number oh, oh, three. That, yeah, that was right. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll just keep this one here. Um, this one decides to... Uh, try and make a will save now since it's seen something come through the hedge and so it makes its will save uh 13. no that, is a that, fail. that hedge is really really nicely made and so it does try to push its way through the hedge and so the hedge basically is greater difficult terrain for it so it wastes a whole action to to move five feet um as it pushes through this non-existent hedge and then it's out here, so it still has an action. It um, bellows and charges forward right up into the 
middle of the group here. And let's oh. see, Idonia, you're down on the ground level, so it'll go for you. Ooh, a natural 20, a 33. Wow. Is that a hit? That's um, mean. <laughs> well, it's a natural yeah, yeah, 20, so absolutely. Yeah. So 12 yeah. points of bludgeoning damage. Um, uh -huh. does, oh, dang it. On, on a crit, does the persistent fire double as well? I think it does. does. It yes, does. so six persistent fire damage. That overwrites the four I was taking. Yep. And if we were, if, if we were adjacent, I would have jumped in here. But we're, we, I need to be adjacent. No, no, it's so okay. Yeah. I, I thought hopefully maybe you were within my reach. I could grab you, but no. Yeah, it's fine. I I have yet to be able to use my reaction to save someone else because I am the one getting hit. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, sorry. And uh, no, no, I guess no, it only has one more action. Sure. Oh no, use. Oh, I think you use three to. Oh yeah, sorry. One to get yeah, out. Just, yeah. One, one to get out. Well, yeah, one, no, one to disbelieve. One to attempt to yeah, disbelieve. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Is that an action? I think so. In this case, it's not. Uh, it's not a very smart. Um, sorry, Glanville. Let's go with you. So I want to use an action to put Adonia out of her misery. I mean, you can just talk about the aristocracy some more <clears throat> and taxes. Yeah, I'm gonna try that with like you know fire, solving the fire problem. Oh, I don't think I'm very oh okay, successful. very good. Yeah. Right. Did you try fighting it with fire? <laughs> oh no! Please don't <laughs> do that. <laughs> you gonna squirt a cantina water on me or something? I was, you know, baffling you with my cape. Oh, that's... What do you... Glanville. That's called fanning the flames. <laughs> no, Glanville, you oiled that cape this morning! Uh, is, is a 10 enough to put out the persistent? It is not. A no. wise GM? Oh. You still have a couple of actions there, Glanville? Yeah, I'm going to use the second action to try to put out the fire again. <laughs> oh. oh. Um, you grab the nearest... A flask of liquid to throw it on her, and with that natural one, it's basically just, um, you know, alcohol or something like that, and just bursts into flames and does nothing. And again, but this time in a panic. Ah, stop throwing two copper cab on me, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there we go. That's uh, that's enough to put put out the flames. All right. Whew. So, whew. there we go. There's my turn. Very good. Um, oops, I hit the button early. Sorry. Uh, Idonia does not realize what you're doing and is just angry at being uh, <laughs> doused with three separate liquids. Glanville, <laughs> what do you... Must you humiliate me at a time like this? Always. Alright. Uh, Idonia is going to try and poke as many holes in this thing as she can. Okay. Her snagging strike is oh. a uh, 29. That is a hit, but not a crits. That's beautiful. Five whole points Good. of piercing. Yeah. Thanks, double nat ones. All right. Second strike is also a 29, but this time it is flat-footed because the first strike hit. That's oh. right. Or the third one, that was it. Yeah. So still not, uh, uh, still not a crit. Uh, 29, flat-footed is not a crit. Okay. Yeah. Take the 10 damage then. And yep. the third action, as usual, will be a duelers. That, that is it. That is just the, just the two attacks and parry. Very good. Uh, and Lily, you will act next. All right. Let's first devise a stratagem. Let's see what would happen if I shot the crossbow for one action. Okay. Ooh, not so good. Okay. So I'm not going to use my second action to send that crossbow bolt. 
Instead, what I'll do is I'll draw my dagger and I'll stab it through the window with my dagger. So that's uh, all three all right. of my actions, and here goes the dagger. Oh, that's a hit. <laughs> hey, one point of damage. Better than zero, though. It certainly is. So you reach forward and manage to get uh, just just barely contact the creature through the window, and uh, it turns and notices you and doesn't uh -oh. do anything yet because it's not its turn. Ogdrin, you will act next. All right. Uh, I will take a little uh, five-foot step here. Uh, you know what? Actually, I'm just going to move behind it. Stand right there. Just gonna sure. push through the push through the brush and whatnot, and, yep. and take a couple steps to to be on the other side of it. Uh, that being said, am I big enough that I'm flanking with Lily? Is that how that works? Yeah, sure. Okay, yep. because I know Zavia doesn't have a melee weapon out yet at the moment, right. but at least I'm flanking there's, with somebody. There's always boots and things. Yeah. Uh, then I will go ahead and. Try to smash this thing with the hammer again. Oh, sorry, everyone. Adding the damage first. A Thirty-one to hit for Ooh, yes, sixteen damage. Absolutely a hit. Oh my god. Um, then I think. Do I want to? Oh. Thirty-one. Uh, I should have thought about this. Oh yeah. Does that mean it? Is that good? Is it? It's flat-footed, right? For everybody? Oh, yeah, uh, it's flat-footed because yeah, I'm also flanking it, right? That's right. So that yeah. is that a oh, critical? It is, it is a critical. Two, yes. Two All different right. reasons. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thirty-two points of bludgeoning damage. Then, yes. Instead of the sixteen. Wow. And it is knocked prone because of my crit specialization. As oh, a very good. So, so it'll be flat-footed for a third reason. <laughs> Triple uh, flat feet. That's like me on I'm the desk floor. Gonna try to hit it. One final time. Might as well. Might as well. Twenty-one that is a hit. Yes. Um, and that is an to Ow. pound it into the dust. And Undren it goes limp. Shambling mound killing machine. <laughs> yeah. Well, y'all, y'all remember how I, I got in a garden in for a few uh, uh, for a few weeks uh, back at back in Taldor. I, I do remember that, yes. This is also not our first time fighting flaming creatures from a wagon. That's true, isn't it? The more things change. <laughs> I'm going to wipe this moss and goo off my hammer and uh, have a sit down. Okay. Oh, uh, no, check on James. James! Oh, oh yes. yeah, James is, uh, <laughs> is unconscious. Oh, gosh. Uh, but otherwise... Uh uh, unhurt. So he's basically just been knocked silly from the impact. And uh, uh, Idonia will run up and uh, and call upon Milani's uh, strength to give him 18 points of, oh, of the points back. With that on is hands. more than enough. Yes, he is. Uh, he is amazed by the miraculous healing he receives. The the scratch on his head instantly disappears, and he becomes an instant convert to Milani. Or at least <laughs> praises her quite mightily for the next five minutes. Uh, Donia, don't forget your own wounds. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, I'll get to them in time. They're, they're not that bad. 
Uh, and she, like, turns to the side and blows out a little fire that was still burning on her sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mostly I'm just covered in, what is this, wine and, and water and... Uh, and cape. Planville. I'm covered in, well... Well, okay. well, I long to see your shining success, Ardonia. It's not quite the charred skeletal corpse that I'm looking forward to. Uh, very nice. Fine. Well, I see that you got through that battle unscathed as usual. Of course. Of course. Well, me, the poor commoner that I am, I'm going to go sit on that log and uh, take a moment. Idonia won't go off the path to uh, to a nearby tree stump or rock or something and uh, yeah. pray to Milani for, for healing and guidance. Glenville, if you have a minute, I believe my ancestral bow is cursed. <laughs> oh, I will examine it and make sure that this undead curse has not infected your bow. Thank you. Clearly, my enemy know exactly where to hit me where it hurts. Discern aura. Is it cursed? Uh, yes, the the bow is certainly no different than the last time that you inspected it. How long has it been okay. cursed? And I will uh, try deception to convince him that I have indeed lifted the curse. <laughs> oh, it's even lighter. How did you... Oh, wait, sorry. Roll your deception if that's what you're yeah. doing. And you feel free to voluntarily fail this will save. No. <laughs> oh 34 yeah there we go natural 20 on the deception check <laughs> as i was saying it, it even feels lighter wow glanville thank you so much your magic has once again come in handy i will never miss again <laughs> i need to remind Aldrin that he's not really 15 feet tall by the way excuse me wait, wait this is an illusion sure let me hit harder yes, yes, yes. Confidence and all that, and this just dismissed the spell. All right. Oh, and we'll also down to size. There yeah. we go. Oh, it's the worst part. Um, if we're waiting around for for I don't need to get her healing back to then it'll be ten minutes, right? So this the spell will end anyway. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was going to just. The difficult part minutes. is the summoned stilts you have to stand on. It feels like I'm big. I don't know how you're doing it. Amazing. Ugh. Poor. Poor beast. Uh, Ogdrin walks over to the dead horse and just kind of like kneels down and uh, bows his head. Uh, James, he's going to have to probably walk back to town. I don't know what you're going to do with your carriage here. Maybe get another horse, bring it back, and have it pull it. But uh, we got to go. Uh, when, when we're all ready, we got to go ahead and check out the other place. Yes, sir. I'll uh, I'll head back to town and, uh, and procure another horse. It's, uh, uh, you be safe. I will, uh, I, I, I will try. Um, do my why, why? Is there anything to worry about? Just well, the, the ground popped place? out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> popped out and tried to, to burn us to death. So, yeah, I think... Uh, if you want to even wait in this carriage until we get back, we'll all go back with you. I don't know. Oh, yes. I noticed that the carriage proved a very good uh, suit of armor for uh, Mr. Glanville. Well, someone had to take care of Lily. Of course. Of course, yes. He, uh, he, he, he elects that he'll, he'll walk back to town and hopefully have a car uh, horse back here in time to pick you up after you 
accomplish whatever you need to do. Yeah, so the rest like of us... Supernatural melee for a morning constitutional. Well, let's go, everyone. 